Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I'm not entirely sure what day it is, but welcome back to the Monday Hustle. I'm your host. My name is Malcolm Grant. We took a little hiatus for about four months. For those of you that are new, welcome. For those of you that are returning, thank you so much for the wait. I had to go on a social media break. I tend to do this at times in order to get back into my creative space and Originally, my my idea and my plan was to start getting some more people on the show. Um, When it comes to reliability and people almost becoming accountable, um, it seems very difficult to to get people congregated in one space nowadays. And uh, I told myself I was going to start releasing or re-releasing the Monday Hustle podcast episodes starting April. After I took my break, I wanted to dive back into not only why I continue to do this, but um, to allow myself to just become a little bit more creative. Um, I wanted to get more into Twitch streaming, YouTubing, learning how to uh, do photography and editing, videography as well. Uh, I'd like to really just try to bring uh, a completely different angle when it comes to creating content. Um, The Monday Hustle has been very good to me. The people that I have connected with have given me a, a profound amount of feedback. I don't necessarily consider negative criticism to be negative. I, I find it all to be very constructive criticism. Um, at the end of the day, this podcast is all about not only my own experiences, but those that I do know, either really close to me or someone that I have encountered or had an encounter with and trying to make light of the situation and also trying to deliver a message that can make sense and articulate their stories and my stories in in hopes that maybe if you are listening that this could help you in the future in the present or even help you deal with some things that you may be questioning here in the past so majority of us are in the same situation Right, right now, um, we are in a interesting time in 2020. Um, it can either be considered a entire meme, or we can look at it as a potential downfall. Um, and that's kind of what I want to touch on today. For the first episode back, this is all about the world is ending. Now, as dramatic as that may seem. Um, it's a interesting way to look at things, and it's kind of the way that I always have perceived exactly what I thought would happen if the entire world was going to go to shit, um, but doesn't necessarily mean that the world is legitimately ending. I saw this post on Facebook, majority of you probably have heard, seen, know someone that has seen um, this post, and I thought that it was very, what's the word exactly? I can't necessarily think of the word, but it's, it's, um, it's thought-provoking, and I wanted to share that with you guys today. So, gas prices are at an all-time low. 
Businesses were closed and a shelter-in-place order has been mandated by our government, even globally. School has been canceled, canceled for the remainder of the school year. Students left March 14th and would not return. Self-distancing measures have been on the rise, staying about six feet from each other. Tape on the floors at grocery stores and others to help distance shoppers six feet from one another. Limiting number of people inside stores, therefore lineups are outside of most store doors that are open, essentials. Non-essential stores and businesses have been mandated to be closed. Parks, trails, entire cities have even been locked up. Entire sports seasons have been canceled. Concerts, tours, festivals, entertainment events canceled. Weddings, family celebrations, holiday gatherings canceled. No church services or mass. All church services are now being held online only. No gatherings of 50 or more. Then it went to 20. Then no more gatherings of more than five people. We don't socialize with anyone outside of our home. Children's outdoor play parks are closed. And we are all to distance from one another. There's shortages of masks, shortages of gowns, shortages of gloves for all of our frontline workers. Shortage of ventilations for the critically ill. There's people panic buying sets in. We have to. We have no toilet paper, no disinfecting supplies, no paper towels, no laundry soap, no hand sanitizer. Shelves are bare. Manufacturers, distilleries, and other businesses have switched their lines to make visors, masks, hand sanitizers, and PPEs. Restaurants have closed their seating areas and only drive through windows are allowed to serve. Government closed the borders to all non-essential travel. Fines are established for breaking the rules. Stadiums and recreation facilities open up to overflow of COVID-19 patients. Press conferences daily from the president, daily updates on new cases, recoveries, and deaths. Government incentives to stay home, barely anybody on the roads, people wearing masks and gloves outside, essential service workers are terrified to go to work, people in communities are loaning their RVs, trailers to doctors and nurses so they don't expose their families when they go home, medical field workers are afraid to go home to their families, only patients are allowed in hospitals and family members cannot visit them. Elderly home care facilities are locked down. Families have visit, have to visit through windows only or on phone calls. They've closed the border between Florida and Georgia, and if you are from a northern state, you have to get tested. If you test positive, you are not allowed in. If you have no symptoms, you must self-quarantine for 14 days. Communities coming together and doing drive-by birthday caravans for kids who couldn't celebrate their birthdays or have a party. People writing driveway messages to each other since they can't be close enough to each other for fear of exposure. This is the novel coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic declared March 11, 2020. A lot of people ask why they write this status, and one day it'll show up in someone's memory feed and it will be a yearly reminder that life is precious and not to take things that we dearly love for granted. We have and had so much to be thankful for and to be grateful for. Be kind, 
to one another, love one another, support everyone, because we are all one. Now, the thing about this status that stood out to me the most is as you read through the facts and the statistics of what's going on, I believe it's like 1.26 million cases globally of this coronavirus. I recently, before I even started this podcast, heard something about New York City Tigers have contracted the coronavirus. Um, I don't want to be quoted on it, but I haven't got an opportunity to look into it. It was brought to my attention prior, just prior to me starting this podcast. But as you continue to read through this, you almost start to feel a sense of disparity, a sense of hopelessness, um, a sense of desperation as you, as, you, as you go from line to line because it doesn't sound good, but that is entirely the point. There is a lot of things that are going on out in the world, and if And if you were just like me, I have tuned myself out from consistently staying on the main page of the news and the media and listening day in and day out of the fear, the anxiety, the the pandemic consistently going on and on and on and just, just constantly dwelling in the unknown. I have found that there is solitude and peace in allowing myself to distance myself from the media and allow myself to be more present with myself, with the people that I am living with, with my fiance, with her sister, um, my loved ones, my animals, and really start to appreciate what it is that we do still have. We have our sanity. We have a roof over our head. We have money in our pockets. We hope um, that if we continue to be diligent, that we can we can last long enough to hopefully get through the peak of this and start to rebuild our communities and start to rebuild our families and start to help those people that have severely suffered from the repercussions of this pandemic. I have not actually gotten the opportunity to sit down and discuss this in full. Um, This is really just my first take on understanding what is going on and what it's actually going to take in order to to come together um, as 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 one community um, what I have been completely amazed by is the is the amount of small businesses the amount of gyms the amount of fitness instruction uh, instructors the amount of yoga instructors instructors that are that are that are giving people the opportunity to do things to stay active at home to continuously stay on top of a routine and and to help themselves cope I think that one of the most difficult things that is going on is that we are finding it very difficult to cope with such a drastic change. A lot of people are having a very difficult time adapting to what is going on. A lot of people are living in constant fear. I've been out into the into the 
into the wild a few times and just interactions with people are very tense. People are on edge. Um, having communication and having any sort of relationship with people are very limited. And it seems that we are becoming very disconnected with life because selfishly we want to make sure that ourselves and our families are first priority. And that's okay. What I'm finding to be very saddening is the amount of people that are not going to recover from this, the amount of small businesses that have had to close and may not be able to make it um, to the next day. I mean, I even saw an article about the Cheesecake Factory and over 300,000 locations not being able to afford their rent. I work in the industry, the the. I work in the hospitality industry and, you know, when they told me that we were going to be out of work for two weeks, I said, it's all right, you know, I can manage two weeks. And then now I'm out of work until May 8th. But um, there are a couple of there are a couple of ways to look at at this. You know, you're either fortunate enough to still be able to work and, and, and make a living um, while still obviously putting yourself uh, in a position um, where what they call is at risk, you know, but then you have the flip side of people like me that all I want to do is work and all I want to do is create and I want to be active and I want to be busy and I want to make sure that my mind isn't just staying in one place. I want to be able to to to, to gain momentum and, and strive to be fairly great at the things that I set my mind to. And I know a lot of you that are listening are, are the same exact way. And so I can understand I can understand your frustrations when it comes to what is going on. The underlying positive, the positive, the underlying positive notion I get from this whole thing is that we now have a substantial amount of time to create. We have a substantial amount of time to develop, to think, to grow to understand ourselves and if we're not utilizing that time and just trying to continuously distract ourselves from what is going on, I think that we are going to be far worse than when we stopped in March 11th. The reason being is because we are naturally routine beings, whether people want to believe it or not. I was the same way. I hated routine. I thought that routine was dumb, so on and so forth. But routine in the sense of you wake up relatively around the same time, go to bed around the same time, go to work because you know when you're scheduled to go to work, have your hobbies and do them at the time that you do them. Like in that sense of a routine, brushing your teeth before you go to bed, not being a cog or a robot, but pushing the needle a little bit further as your days go on. And I saw this uh, interesting post that somebody said that if after these 30 days or however long it may be, if you still haven't started that business, if you still haven't um, started developing that company, if you still haven't started drawing out the game plan for what it is that you said that you wanted to do for the longest time, you do not lack talent, you lack discipline. And it's very important to understand that in a time where you have nothing but time to develop and to create, and if you do not, you are not 
disciplined. You deserve to be exactly where you were and where you're at if after all this is said and done, you were in the same position. I am in no way, shape, or form trying to put my life on pause. I still have things I want to create. I still have things that I want to do. And I know that there's still things that you want to do and still things that you want to create to push yourself forward, whatever it may be. It could be the silliest of things. If you want to become more fit, start working out. These 30 days is exactly what's going to be the crucial turning point to getting you to the body that you want. The 30 days, day in and day out, creating that routine that once you get to go back into your routine, that it'll be a seamless transition. You want to become better at editing photos. You can spend hours on end on YouTube learning how to edit photos. You want a bit better at being a ping pong champion. You have all the time in the world to ping pong back and forth in your fucking garage or in your patio. You have literally literally time on your hands and you can put it to good use to do the things that you want to do. It's not silly. It's not outrageous. It's not it's not only for adolescents that you want to start a YouTube channel or you want to start a gaming channel. Like you can go out and do whatever it is that you want to occupy your time and just see where it takes you. There is so much attention right now on the internet, so much attention that if your business needed social media, this is the best time to market. This is the best time to address or connect with people on the internet, whether you want to be an old head or not and be like, oh, the internet's for young folk, blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, everybody is sitting at home on their phone, YouTube, Netflix, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. You can connect with people that you thought you couldn't connect with anymore because people are not as busy. People are still doing their day-to-day life things, but people are more connected through the internet than they are physically, you know? Bars are closed. You can't go out and party, get drunk. Woohoo! Good. Now take those that Friday, Saturday, Sunday that you go out and spend all your money and find a way to create that, I don't know, uh, party company, become a party planner, or find ways to get people together. If you were awesome at being the life of the party, you know, find ways to, to use that to your advantage. You know, you've spent 80 to 90% of your time making money for someone else or 80 to 90% of your time trying to build for someone else. Now you could spend that 80 or 90% of the time and start doing something you enjoy. Learn how to develop a skill, a talent. Um, learn how to give yourself more discipline. Wake up early earlier, go to sleep earlier. I right now am the more time that I have not to be working. It's like my sleep schedule is so off. And I know I'm not the only person because it seems that each day I'm up later and later and later and later and later. And I realize that the reason why it's easy for me to go to sleep early and wake up early and put my mind to rest is because my mind knows that I have something or somewhere to be the next day. It's a it's an accountability thing that I've instilled in my mind that I need to be held accountable if I said I'm going to be at work at 9 a.m., you know what I mean? Or if I told someone I was going to be at the gym at 5 a.m., it's easy for me to, to, to have that accountability. But with no responsibilities, I'm up for hours on end. And what do I do with that time? I need to create. 
I need to find ways to get better. I need to find ways of, of angling or I need to find ways of, of utilizing the frustration or the anxiety or the fear of the unknown and try to make it into something that's positive that someone can learn and grow from. And I don't think I couldn't have asked for a better time to, I guess, have this happened, you know, um, I was gaining, me and my fiance were gaining a lot of momentum and it just kind of came to a complete halt. But right now, the three things that I'm really needing to focus on is is editing photography, learning how to, to do video, um, really focusing and dialing in on my podcast and going 100% all in and trying to find ways to capitalize on the attention and really try to get my voice heard and get your guys' voice heard and you know, YouTube and streaming, because those are the things I thoroughly enjoy, you know, not consuming all of my time, you know, for someone else. With all this going on, I just know that a lot of people are just kind of in limbo and waiting to kind of see what the next move is and what we're going to do. And it's going to take a really long time to bounce back from this. But I know that a lot of you are smart, talented, educated, you know, you have aspirations, create creative, and just want to, to do things to give back to people because right now it almost feels like we're empty because we're not able to give. And I truly believe that. And I think that the more that we can find a way to, to be helpful and to, to come together as a community, the easier this time will pass. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all those working the front lines in this pandemic. I want to really, I want people to really understand that they, uh, some people fear just walking outside and walking by someone and these ladies and men that are on the front lines, you know, are putting themselves at risk day in and day out, knowing that they're going to potentially, um, potentially what's the word that they're going to potentially put not only their families at not only themselves at risk but their families at risk as well when they go back home and and it's just it's it's inspiring it's powerful it's meaningful and i wish that i was able to you know create something to help um to help with the the limited equipment you know and i just know that I want everybody out there that has either been affected directly or indirectly um, by COVID-19 to know that there are people out there willing to help and trying to help the best that they can and, and don't allow this time for you to fall into a depressed state. Don't allow this time to, to, to kind of pull you back from the things that you have wanted to do and pull you back from the things that you were already working on and just understand that it's going to be a tough, tough, tough transition and just to fight through it, ask for help and reach out to somebody you know. And my prayers and my blessings and my condolences go out for those that are suffering or continue or can, or know someone that is suffering through this. It's not easy and I understand I understand. Trust me, we're all going through it together. So you can only understand the magnitude of the situation when I say that everybody knows what you are going through. Obviously, there's some fucking shitheads out there that just, you know, don't take it serious or take it very lightly. But you can only do so much. You can't change everybody. 
I just hope that everybody has been having a phenomenal 2020 and despite what is going on, continuously trying to grow and better themselves and will continue to have better days moving forward. All right. Thank you, guys. Listen, this is the first episode back of April. I appreciate you stopping by. I love each and every single one of you guys. And please, if you know somebody out there that wants to or needs to hear this, please share it with them. Peace, love, baby.